Forrest, you're a legend. Do the Irish exit whenever you want to. You know the oh, okay. But we want you but to. I still want you to finish exactly what you're saying. And we want you to stick around. I just don't want to leave Pico in there in case he disappears on us. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, it's. I, no, I was just saying. You know, open scoring. It it, it might stop some of those uh, where where people call for the corners to stop the fights. You know, like Anthony Smith. Yeah, right. that, that, I think Anthony Smith should have. I was like, why didn't his like? There's no way he could win, especially when like. He was on the ground. Now that's the thing is, when was the last time you saw a corner throwing the towel? It's like a it's a pride thing for the corner. I feel which uh, yeah, that's which is crazy. Which is crazy. Like, trust me, man. If if I'm cornering people, I'm throwing towels at them. Because the thing is, is like Stan. Who are we talking about? I forget who we're talking about. Anthony, it might have been even Anthony. Like, is Anthony their their biggest guy? Their only guy? Anthony who? Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, he might be the biggest guy. Which fight were we watching? We were like, dude, this is their only guy. That's why they're like, oh, no, no. Against uh, Amanda Nunes. All right, here. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, Menace. Aaron Pico, welcome to Menace hey, and the Man. What's Sorry, guys. I was I was having some trouble with my stuff, so I didn't know if I was like in or not. But You're no. straight, Aaron. You're in. Right. You're in. We didn't want Thanks. to lose you. We're just so right now we're talking to uh Forrest Griffin about how ironically. What's up? Just thrown in the towel, ironically. Just like fights that maybe should have been stopped. Like where the corner the outcome was determined. The max the max Roscoff situation. Well, we were talking Uh, about how judges fights should be scored. Should there be more judges? Should there be the scorecard after every round? And then we started getting into talking, throwing in the open score. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no. I, I hear. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's so many different uh, people's ideas. You know, I don't, I don't know. The, for example, that one fight that that the um, the coach was pushing the guy to fight. You know, I think, I, sometimes as a coach, you got to push your, your your fighter a little bit. You know, to to go in there. But I don't know what the right answer is. You know, because everybody's like fine line you know if the guy doesn't want to fight then it's like you don't want him to fight but then if you have if he's able to win you know like if you like push him and then he wins you're like oh thank you for pushing me so it's kind of like it's like a weird weird yeah, thing yeah but the thing is is like all of us are fighters we've all been there when the when the goings got tough and we didn't need anybody else to be like dude you need to do this like we're all like no like i'm gonna i'll die here i don't give a fuck so for a fighter to be like, I had enough. So yeah, I'll here's be like, I, I'll be mad at you later. Like you're an asshole, but yeah. But here's here's what I would say, guys. I would say you don't ever want the fighter to get that far where they say mentally, I've had enough. I want to stop. You want to stop it, like when that's happening, and don't make them say it out loud. Does that make sense? Because yeah, but that kind of won the first round, no. I thought, yeah. It was 1-1. It was 1-1. But, but he, he, this second round was 10-8. Oh, he gassed yeah. out trying to finish the guy. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, I don't know, it could have been he was rocked. He had something going on, but I think he was just exhausted. He got yeah. fucked up a little bit that previous round. He was like, I think I, mm-hmm. I don't think I can win this fight. But even Forrest, well, like, you know Robert Drysdale very well. 
right? He's cornered me a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's he... been for years. No, no, no. I, if I've been in situations like that, that's how I want to. Th- I don't want you to cuss at me and tell me to get my gear ass off the school. I want, I want you to be like, hey man, you got this. You're okay. Calm down. Let's. Here's what we're gonna do. That's exactly what I like want. There was nothing I would change. Yeah. No, I like that. When, yeah. I hate when coaches like yell at a guy like, get off doing this. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't do good in that situation either. I can't like when people like. Some are like you're you're already like self motivated. You just want somebody to just for me to just calm me down. You know that's what I need. Yeah. That's what I need. You know, just well, Aaron, I, it's not like you're not trying your hardest. You know, it's like yeah, <laughs> I'm obviously doing the best I can, moron. I'm in here. <laughs> Tell me how to do it a little better. Give me some technical advice. Quit yelling at yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm, yeah. Or, or maybe a little bit of a cheerleader, but like, hey, you're doing good. You know, you're all right. That's good. That's good. You got this. This was like, even even like highlight something you did well. What I don't want is the, is the coach that like, get your ass on. Like, uh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. give a quick shout out. Like, so I used to work with Keith Trimble and like, he he was always like kind of bully and be mean to me in the gym. So when he was nice to me at the fight, it was just like. Whatever you want, but he also isn't a bullshit artist. He would give it to you straight, like yo, A, B, and C. So like when he would come to court, he talked to me in a very like converse. All right, stick with this. And if it was if we was on the ground and that was his forte, he would send him my jujitsu coach. You know, what did he yell that time you threw the spinning back kick? What the fuck you doing? We've never (laughs) worked that. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Aaron, have you ever gotten any particularly like bad corner advice? Like where you're just like, what are you talking about? Because no, thank thank God I haven't. I haven't. You know, I've only honestly I've only been to the second round like two times. So I've only all my fights like like even even like um my corners. Thank thankfully I haven't had like something where I was like, what the hell are you? You know what I mean? Usually I'm I trust what they you know they say so but I'm sure maybe I'm sure I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the fight game for a long time but I'm sure yeah. I'm gonna have something where I'm like ah, I don't know you know so but I haven't gotten so, there yet. So you guys I'm, are gonna I'm, love this story. Go ahead, finish story. Go, finish no, story. I've been watching all the fights at the apex, and I don't even mean between rounds. I mean like you can hear corners sometimes yell things out that are wrong, like yeah. just yell out bad advice and be like. No, nah, that's not a good idea. I say this because I, I watched the video of me cornering Matt Brown on the show, and I'm yelling out, ah, just let him up, let him up. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Guys, no. No, don't let him up. Just get down on top of him, win the fight. Like, why would you just let a guy up and fight you again? You already got him down once. Let him up's horrible advice. And then the, the jiu-jitsu coach is like, no, 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 just control his ankles. Get on top of him. I'm like, yeah, that's actually what you should do. I should shut up. So, but you like uh, in the moment, yeah. You're obviously very influential to him. So, like, like, yeah. get, like, you maybe was like, he's behind me, like, yeah, send I it, you know. Like, knock him out, you know. You but like, I like my jujitsu coach knows a lot about jujitsu, not as much as about wrestling that, as I do. So I'll say wrestling things, and he'll just start yelling what I'm yelling if it's a wrestling aspect, you know. But real yeah. quick for everybody in here, I think you guys will love this. So. I was already in the UFC. Aaron Pico was a junior in high school wrestling 
Russia's like number one guy, right? So I'm sitting there with my like uh, college at, at in Albany. Aaron, do you remember that? Uh, I remember, yeah, for sure I do. So I'm sitting, I'm like, this kid's like essentially a boy, and he just toyed this fucking dude from Russia who's like number one, right? So me and my my uh, college wrestling coach, he was there. We start bullshitting, you know. He's like, I think, he, like you know, he's like, he's actually like. Like uh, a boxer too. I think he's like a Golden Gloves like champion. I'm like what? He's like yeah. I, th- I think he was getting the MMA as a wrestling. I was like what? Like no chance do I want to fight that guy. He like because the only way in my head how I could win MMA matches is like with my wrestling. So how do I beat a better wrestler who can who's probably a better boxer too? So then when I saw you were getting in the MMA and you were the Bellmore or uh Bellator, I was like That's good. <laughs> now I remember that was a good match. I, I was um yeah, I was like USA versus Russia in uh, Albany. That was that was a good good match for me for sure. Against a good a high level guy for sure. Ameve. What? Real quick, why'd you get in the MMA versus wrestling? I've always liked MMA. For, like, I started boxing, like, when I was, like, 10, and I did that for, like, two years just straight. I originally just wanted to go into straight boxing. I was like, I love wrestling, but I love boxing more, a little more. But then I met my coach, Valentin, like, and I started traveling the world and stuff like that. And, and I was like, I've done some pancreation things and stuff, but I was like, I got to give MMA a try. And then as soon as I, I started doing it, I just I just fell in love with it. So, yeah, I, I, I like wrestling. I, I love wrestling, actually. I don't like it. I love it. It's who I am and it's made me, but I, I have a very, very deep passion for fighting too. So, and you can make money, you can make money fighting. And I, and I, I, uh, I want to make money, you know, I want to be, yeah. I like things like that. And that requires you to make money, you know? So, um, yeah, that's the reason why I got into it for sure. Like force. Have you ever seen this, this guy wrestle? Yeah. 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 I have. So it's, yeah. Dwayne Zinkin told me about this kid years ago. I was like, hey, you got to check this kid out. And I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, Dwayne's like, you, any good wrestler, he's just got a hard on for it. <laughs> he's always like, this guy is amazing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, sure. Because, like, I remember, like, you know, I've seen really good wrestlers at a young age, but they're like totally shredded, muscles popping out. I was like, Aaron doesn't like. I mean, he's he's definitely jacked, but he's not like shredded. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm watching him like take people down. Like, it looks almost effortless. Like, is this, is he paying people out? I don't get it. Like, when for me, when I take some down, you see, like, just look at my fight. Like, my face would be fucking, you know, gripping like, popping out of your head. Yeah, veins are <laughs> popping out. He's like, Whoop. I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, technique. Yeah, I I love wrestling. I got I can obviously still compete if I wanted to, but MMA man is just a, it's a different beast that I'm trying to you know I, I'm I love and I'm figuring out it's way different. It's not wrestling. It's not boxing. It's not jujitsu. It's the fucking fight. Oh, it's like is totally- there somebody or something that you're like? Let me just go grab a gold medal quick and then I'll top to this fighting thing. Um, honestly, like. I always think about going to, like wrestle for the Olympics or things like that because I could wrestle for like I could wrestle for the United States or I could wrestle for Mexico because actually I'm a dual citizen in both. So okay. I'm always like, man, 
I can I can do I can wrestle, but I'm loving fighting right now. I really, really am. I'm loving the the journey that I'm that I'm on right now, and and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm progressing every day, and it's just like it's honestly really, really addicting for me. I really, I you love like all hurting people. people. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I do, it's but fine. I just love I love everything about it. I love being a martial artist. I really, really, truly do like grappling, kickboxing. It's just it's never gets never gets boring. There's always something to work on but no make no mistake i always think about going like you know jumping in a tournament or wrestling because i honestly i've gotten i've gotten a lot better like when i was wrestling these guys you know olympic trials and stuff i was like 18 years old 18 19 you know i was still like i was still a boy and i've come some like just mentally physically i i've come a long way since there so i know i definitely do good you were you were mentally a man. You were wrestling men from Russia, that yeah. is the best country, and beating them. I don't get how like how's yeah. your mind tick then? Like, ah, this is another man. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, he's competed his whole life. Yeah, just competed. Oh, that's that's the biggest thing too. Like, I think with MMA is like sometimes people like. Oh, it's, it obviously is a fight, but I've competed my whole life. I just got to just, you know, just relax and just as a competition rather than like, oh, it's a fight. I got to go in there, just compete, be smart. That's something that I've really had to grow as a fighter before. Like in my earlier fights, I've gotten in trouble because of it. Like, oh, I'm like, it's a fight. But now, like, I'm like really, really approaching it differently. Like, of course, I'm not going to lose that that killer instinct where I'm going to freaking elbow your face in. But I'm also going to be like, OK, I'm going to be smart, do what I need to do and uh Go out there and compete. I mean, I started wrestling when I was four years old. I've, I've competed all my life, so I gotta just yeah. you know be heard and and uh, that's you know one thing in wrestling. Just go out there and compete. That's what that's what my coaches always told me. Just go out there and compete and have fun. It sounds like exactly. it sounds like it's people say it all the time, but you really have to literally just go out there and compete and and have fun, or else you're gonna you're gonna go crazy. Like that's, Forrest, when did you start wrestling? A little bit MMA never, or never. yeah, after I started. Like when I realized that um, I was getting beat up from the guard, I was like, I should probably learn how to wrestle. But but Randy always used to say compete, Randy Couture. And that was something I got from him. And he wasn't like nervous, like a fight nervous because he was competing. And you talk to him, he's like, yeah, I've been competing at something my whole life. You know, this is just that I'm just competing. And then you, I can tell you're a sick puppy. You, you want to hurt people. I think what Aaron is more like me, where I was addicted to getting 1% better at fighting every day. Like every day it was like a puzzle and I just want to get just like that sense of purpose. Like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to get my left underhook as good as my right underhook and, and, and be able to hit the, the knee tap from both sides. You know, it, for yeah. me, it was, it was like that constant, like building and progression. Like, <clears throat> and even when I sucked and I got beat every day, it was okay for me because I got beat a little less than I did the day before. So it's just that sense of progression towards something. And that's that's when I kind of fell in love with it. And I think that's what, what Aaron's talking about with MMA. It's like you get a little, okay, all right, and now I can do this, and now I can do this. And that's that's the best part of it, right? No, you're exactly right. Like yesterday I was just watching, like, I watch fights, like, constantly now. Like I'm, like, after my losses and things, I've gotten, like, so obsessed with fighting. Like I want to get better at this, this, and that. Like last night I was watching – I watched the Volkanovski versus Holloway fight, and I was like, just so impressed how just Volkanovski leg kicks, especially the leg, the inside leg kick, you know. And I was just like, man, okay, today in sparring, that's what I'm working on: my jab, leg inside, uh, 
inside leg kick, outside leg kick, but like setting it up the right way. And it's just like, just thinking, thinking, thinking like, and that's what I want to do today. And, and you hit and you're exactly right. It's like MMA. You just want to get just a little bit better at this, a little bit better at passing the guard from, you know, a certain position or like doing this. So it's honestly really, really addicting for me. It really, really is. So it's a puzzle. Puzzle. Aaron, I had a couple beers. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but no, you're good. If you want to come on up here to New York. I'll show you a few takedowns, awesome <laughs> strikes. It just so happens I have, I don't know how, the most takedowns in the featherweight division. I would love, honestly, I would love to come. But uh, that, that uh, Elkins needs to retire soon for it to stay that way. Right, yeah. Or or have like his last fight where the guy just pieced him up and didn't get taken down. He could have a few of those. Yeah. Well, how many more does that man have before like I think, his brain quits on him? Yeah. I think you have him by like six right now or seven. I probably got three. He's got probably two more fights before he passes me. Yeah. But no, we thought that. And then his last two fights, he hasn't gotten really any takedowns. Oh, good. Yeah, people are people are going at you might be sliding in people's DMs like, yo, don't get taken down. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me tell you the Elkins the secret to beating Elkins is takedown. What I want you to do is you're gonna bring that knee up right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to come to New York though and get some training in with you for sure. For sure. Oh, I'd love you can sleep in dude, we have a sleepover. I got an extra room and everything. I, when I'm in New York, what part? What where do you live at in New Long York? Long Island. So it'd be me, you, Chris Wade, Greg Gillespie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Gillespie can wrestle too. That's good Who now, can? Forrest, does Gregor recover off that knockout? Yeah, shit happens. I think so too. For sure. That for means, sure. Yeah. But you've seen fighters when they get knocked out like that and they change completely. Yeah, no, I. That was just the one, right? And he's never been shinny before. He's uh, taken shots before. That was a shot that would knock anybody out, though. You know, it's like, what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. yeah. And then Kevin Lee is a huge fifty-fiver, so huge in fact he can't make fifty-five. <laughs> you know, so he it, made. You know. Did he miss weight for that fight? No, I don't. He didn't miss weight for that fight. He made weight for that fight, but. I mean, he just always struggles to make 55. And then, you know, he, he's one of those guys that's like, can I get a 65 in here? Yeah. How far is that away from being a weight class? I, I don't think it's that close, actually. You got to write the memo for us and just slide it. When they're, yeah, but what are your thoughts on it? When they're in a meeting, they'll just pick up a paper so, and be like, Forrest well, Griffin. My thought is, well, let, let's look at the, you know, the average size human being, the average in-shape American is somewhere between 55 and 70, right? So if you look at the two deepest brackets, it's 55 and 70, right? Those are the two biggest weights. You would say it's deeper than 45? What's up? You'd say it's deeper than 45? There's more people in 70 and 55 than in 145. Okay. It's a pretty fair amount, too. Those two actually switch off either year on which has the most fighters and fights. Like, Aaron, what do you walk around at? Me? Yeah. What do I? Oh, this morning I, I can give you exact. This morning I was one sixty five four. Okay. Are you yeah. fighting forty five? Forty five, right? 
I fight at 45, yeah. Well, a perfect question that uh, Aaron can answer, coming from a boxing background, the way in boxing they separate the weight classes by five pounds, seven pounds. Yeah. Does UFC need to adapt something like that? No, that's horrible. It's I o- hate that stuff. That's overkill. More super yeah. fights. I can't yeah. keep up with. I think that's a lot of weight classes. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But then you, then you have the old problem where boxers are hiding from each other, like three pounds away. You're like, why don't those guys fight? It's it's filling this. Oh, uh, well, it's not like I was saying earlier. It's not really the the pounds. It's percentages. No, no, no. The percentage body weight. So at 125 to 135, 10 pounds is, uh, you know, whatever percent, you know. Then we oh, go to 185. Huh? Yeah. It's all percentage based. That's how, that's that's like science or some shit. I don't know. But from 205 <laughs> to 265, that's a humongous gap. We, but yep. they're not very deep weight classes, so. Nope. What are you going to do, right? It just, it sucks to be. Hey, you know, I was a 235-pound dude a lot of times, and I would make 205, you know? It sucked, yeah. but you do it. Yeah. yeah. That's like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I had my first nine fights at heavyweight, or ten fights at heavyweight. Oh, okay. And what were you weighing, 230? Yeah. But, well, back then, I was, I was having, I started out like 235, and then you do like you camp, and then you're like, oh, great, 224. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost, I lost, lost nine pounds. <laughs> you're like nervous <laughs> well that's I even oh, I keep losing weight. a conversation a conversation piece right now in MMA is John Jones going up to 205 yeah I would love that because he's got the other aspect, I mean Tat, right? he's rough, going he's from 205 guy. to heavyweight yeah 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 but but he's um, you know he's long enough he's big enough yeah John is a big guy actually he's like exactly he's, he's big he's not like I, his upper body is just huge. When you see him in person, you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he's he's a pretty big dude. So yeah. well, when I met him, I felt the same way that, that Dennis felt about meeting you. I was like, "Oh shit, this kid is big. This kid is good." Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's actually yeah. He's honestly pretty big. When you see him in person, you're like, "Damn." So I think heavyweight would be cool for him. But I mean, even what's- in person, he's got toothpicks for legs. Say that no. again? Even in person, his legs aren't very yeah. like no. thick. Yeah, he's Yeah, yeah, but, you know, but that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I mean, what else is there for them to do at 205, you know? I don't know. So now, Aaron, you're in New Mexico now, right? Yeah, I'm in New Mexico now. Why'd you JW. leave AKA? I I was never at AKA. I would just go back and forth and pop in and do some uh, do some training there, but I pretty much stayed back in Southern California. But now I'm in Albuquerque, which I really really love out here. So you I were, like to coach. You were at the training lab, right? Yeah, I was at the training lab, but I did a couple camps at the body shop with Antonio McKee and stuff like that up in uh, like Southern California. Yeah, and then I made a switch to to Jackson Wink, which which I think is really really good for me. So. Yeah. Yes. Alp Ozkilik is a good friend of the show. He was always saying how good Pico was. Who? Alp. Oh, Alp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Alp is the man. He's a cool guy for sure. Yeah. Super cool. He's yeah, good. he's uh, – I've trained with him a few times. I've trained with him a few times. Yeah. So. So, Aaron, you're yeah. not an awful-looking guy. 
Huh? You're not an awful looking guy. No, you know, no, not trying. I'm not hitting on you, whatever. But like, uh, where are you at? You have a girlfriend? You get married? What's going on over there? Yeah, no, I have a girlfriend. I, I've been with my girlfriend a long time. How many? How many girlfriends you got? Ah, uh, one. Hey, <laughs> one. this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time for me to jump off. Good luck, Eric. Good luck. <laughs> Take it easy, Boris, guys. We'll catch you later, dude. We love to have right, you brother. on. We'll get you on hey, again. Good to talk to you guys. You're the man, Boris. Boris. Peace, brother. But yes, what's the what's the roster looking like? It's uh down to one right now. No, no, I've been with my girlfriend a long time. I've been with her like nine and a half years. So wow. yeah, we live. Yeah, yeah. So nine and a half years. How old yeah, are you? Wait, I'm, how old are you? Like twenty three. I've been with her like since I was like just turned fourteen. Since high school, she was like, "This guy's a complete stud." I'm not <laughs> no, no, I, actually, she's two years older than me, so. When I met her, Again, I was like, Again, this guy's a complete stud. Yeah. I'm older. I'm smarter. I'm not leaving this guy. I'm into it. I'm into it. Wow. Uh, nine years. So has she been moving around with you in the country and shit or what? Yeah, yeah. She lives with me in New Mexico, so she helps me out a lot. I mean, I got two horses and, and four blue healers, and I have to two make weight. Two horses? Yeah, I got two horses So here in the backyard, so. I'm constantly having to do that. If I can go away for training camp or not, I don't go away for training camp, but if I have to go away for a little bit, she'll take care of the horses and the dogs and does all my meal prep. So yeah, it's good. I mean, my dad would trade you for me in a heartbeat. <laughs> you, no, my dad used to, he used to, he used to uh, like train horses here on Long Island. He'd play like polo. Cause he was like a worker and people like, Hey, ride my horse, rich people ride my horse, play, with my horse and shit like that. And so uh, I remember I was like probably 12. My dad comes to me and my other two brothers like, hey, I'm thinking about getting a horse. You guys want a horse? We're like, yeah. He's like, but you got to clean out the stalls. You got to feed it. You got to like, you know, brush it. We're like, nah. He's like, all right, I'm not getting a horse. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I love it. I'm so passionate about it. It's like, it's crazy. Like, that's what I like. To, I post on Instagram like um, yesterday. Me riding and stuff. I just said that. That's like a big dream of mine. After uh, fighting, I really want to breed breed Spanish horses and and uh, just be involved with horses. I I, I love it. I, like I said, if I wasn't in fighting, people always ask me. I'd probably ride rich people's horses for them, and I'd be totally cool with my life. Honestly. Well, if you come to Long Island, maybe we can make some connections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot, sure. ton of money down down over here. Oh, I bet. Uh, so I mean, like, oh, I don't, there's there's multiple ways of riding. There's Western or English. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Western. I do like more like. Um, I really like like the Spanish like style riding. It sounds kind of crazy, but they do like they have, the high steps and shit, right? Yeah, like like Alta Escuela, so they'll do like little piaz, Spanish walk, stuff like that. Like, um, there's. A, I like like the Spanish style riding, which is really really cool, and you know like the Mexican style, like they do some like horse dancing, and so I, I'm all into but that. How do you teach? That's not natural for a horse, right? They just gallop and trot. How do yeah, you yeah. teach a horse how to do that? It takes honestly, like if you want to do it the right way, it takes like like years and years. If you want like, to like, grab perfect. their fucking legs and like like this, like no, nah, like, you just just like you're well. There's some people that are very, very harsh with it and they're like whack the crap out of people's their, their horses and stuff, which you don't want to do. But if you want it done the right way and everything, it, it honestly takes a lot, a lot of years, you know, just 
just gentle pressure with like a whip and slowly, slowly, slowly. Well, like start you grab their legs? Like how do you, how do they you know have, what to do? No, you have like a little bit, of, you have like a whip and you kind of just like touch it, touch it. Then they bring it up and then it's like, okay, relax. And then you reward them. And honestly, you, you something that just every day you have to be constant, like a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit, a little bit. And then before and you know. And that's you do that or you have um, a guy? Well, I can, I, my horses can do like a little bit of Spanish walk and things like that, which if you go on my Instagram, you can see, but, uh, I don't train them. A good friend of mine is a really, really well-known trainer and he has some really nice horses. So he, he, you know, he kind of shows me a little bit what to do, but, uh, yeah, I have no desire to be a trainer. It takes so, so, so much work. And I see what he has to go. He's riding 14 horses a day and you know, you can't really, but you know, but I, I love it. I just want to ride and have a good time. And, you know, drink a beer and, and chill. That's that's what I like to do. So, so, so I, my old man, uh, yeah. my brother's wife, his dad has two horses. So oh, my nice. dad and my brother's wife's dad will go will go ride in the mountains. And my my stepmom's like, look at these guys, a couple of broke, yeah. broke back mountains. Fucking hang on, they'll pack food. They'll go to the trails. We'll go up to the top of the mountain. Have a nice, have you know, a couple of drinks, have some food, ride yeah. back down. We're like, look at you guys having like a legit date. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, just ride horses. I mean, it's gotta be awesome. Drink some beer. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad life. That's, I love it, man. I really, really do. It's. I'm what are your horses' names? Um, the first horse that I bought his name's Canelo, and uh, the other one is Colleon. So yeah, one horses are they? Say that again. What what type of horses? Um, Andalusians, a Spanish horse. So yeah, they're yeah they're uh, yeah Spanish horses, Andalusians. So that's it. My dad wants I'm, to get wait, a wait. Horses. I'm booking the flights tomorrow, man. It's, we're coming to New Mexico. We're gonna go horseback riding on in Aaron Pico's yeah. backyard. Let's go. Yeah, you can in my backyard. You can ride at the arena. You can go to the trails. Yeah, you can do whatever. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come. We're gonna, have you like so Jessica Penne and uh Cat Zingano are both big yeah. horse riders. You ever speak to them about horses or what? No, no, I haven't. No, but uh but that's cool that they are now that I, that I now that I know. Hopefully when I see them I'll ask them about it. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna tag I, them this whole People don't understand like people don't understand like how much I love horses. I, I love them. Like I have horse paintings everywhere, like I, I see buy, the like, one behind you. Yeah, yeah, I have this one, and then I have like a bunch in my room, and then I get collect like Brayer, like um, horse, like figurines and stuff like that. Like, you, you, you have tattoos, right? No, no, I don't have no tattoos. No tattoos, but if you got one, it'd be like a horse. I'd probably, yeah, it'd probably be like <laughs> a horse. But just a horse, or like would it be like a Native American or a cowboy on it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I or just the horse. I, I think, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'll ever get a tattoo. Not that I'm against them or anything like that. I just, I don't know. It's not really like oh. something that I put I time in. Monster have to pay you to get a monster tattoo. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> a million, lot. One million dollars. <laughs> that would be nice. Bro, you could buy, buy for the light bulbs were going off. I was like, we'll come there. We'll get Aaron a little drunk, a little tipsy. Menace will draw you a tattoo. And then we'll go to the fucking <laughs> tattoo parlor and get you a tattoo. <laughs> that 
Uh, that'll be hard to do, but yeah, we'll see. It'd what be hard to do because Aaron, what you you probably you don't drink, do you? He said he drinks. No. I have like after a fight, I have a few beers and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not like trying to go wild, but yeah, I'll sit down and have some a beer, have some tequila for sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. So how yeah. different is New Mexico compared to California? Um. Well, where I'm at, it's just, just well, the cost of living is a lot less, which is, makes it a lot nicer. Um, well, you could be an accepted cowboy in New, Me- New Mexico, whereas California, it's like. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, yeah. But even California, I wear my cowboy stuff, like my cowboy boots, and I'm like, I don't give a shit what people think about. Like, But yeah, New Mexico, it's a little bit more acceptable. I mean, where I'm at, there's a lot of horses and tax stores and stuff. But where I live, like, in Southern California, like, there's a big, big, um, like equestrian community and stuff. So it's, uh, it's cool. It's not, it's, but, uh, but back to your question, I mean, there's like more to do like in California, as far as like, you know, you have LA, you have like the beach, you have yeah. this, that stuff. But in New Mexico, I'm, I, I, I love, like it out here. I mean, I'm a horses at in the backyard and that's, I just train and ride horses. I mean, like what I post on Instagram, I know it gets kind of boring, but it's like, that's all I pretty much do. Just, Train two of my horses. My been honest and honest. So, being in New Mexico, you're hanging out with Cowboy Cerrone, no? No, he's in Colorado. No. I've only oh, met him once. Moved? Bro, he's been gone for like ten years, five years. No, but he lives in Mexico. He he lives like in uh, I don't know the town that it's called, but it's not I too far. He had a ranch over oh, New oh, the ranch, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he lives in Colorado. No, I think he he lives in New Mexico. I think it's oh, he um, does live in New Mexico. Stand you fucking piece of shit, bro. He's from Colorado. So what? He's been training and living in New Mexico forever. No. Yeah. But Aaron, I do you do you and Cowboy hang out? Yes or no? No, no, I no, I've never met him. Like I've uh, only met him. I shake his hand and then uh, that's it. But I've never met him. Yeah, you're like uh, bring it, you're like bringing up a sore subject, man. As he left uh, Jackson Wink and it was a whole bad vibes I, and whatnot. With him, I could. I would. Yeah, I'm not like. Yeah, not, that's not, not that's not, not my Yeah, nothing with you. Just the Jackson yeah. Wink team. He left Jackson Wink over some drama. And who was that over against Mike Perry? No, yeah. it was before that, but then that's when it like hit the media. It came out in the media. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got a ranch there, no? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he has a big ranch there. He has a big training facility, he has a bunch of horses, has a buffalo, has now I seen uh he has like a... I don't know what they're called, but like the razors, the razor tracks, like, you know, those razors that people drive like out in the desert. He has a track out there. Yeah. He's got a pretty sweet, a sweet setup. Yeah. Um, how far is he from you? Do you know? Do you have any clue? To be, I don't know. I don't know how far, maybe like an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, Edgewood or something like that. Like, for example, let's say I have a four wheeler. I want to go ride over there. I'll just trailer my four wheelers. Go there, get off, ride. Is that something that you would do with horses? Like, come on, guys, get in. We're going for a ride. We're going to ride over here. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have a horse trailer. So, yeah, if I want to go riding in a different area, I'll just trailer them and uh, go for a ride for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad move. Hey, cowboy, you're a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. You got horses. I got horses. You fight MMA. I fight MMA. I can wrestle. You can't. Let's train. Let's ride yeah. horses. 
and let's have a fucking little tequila and a couple beers. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> like I can wrestle. You have razor a razor track. Let's let's swap them out. And like, hey, I'm gonna bring you know my old buddy Medicine. He's gonna fly from New York. We're a good yeah. old time. You you guys are always welcome here. Oh, and so. even that, you're in Albuquerque now. Do you have any good Phil Baroni stories? He lives there now, Stan. Phil lives in the gym, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's there. Um, I. He's always training, honestly. He's always hitting the bag, always uh Damn Yeah, he's always he's always doing something. But now I haven't really talked to him all that much other than hey, how's it going? But I just kinda just stay in my lane, do what I need to do, and I'm out the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's that's is, me. Is Diego Brandao, is he back there now, right? Yeah, Diego Brandao's back. Yeah, I actually did a couple rounds with him today, so sparring. So it's good good work for me. It's for hard. Sure. He hits hard. He hits real hard. Yeah, yeah, which I really like going with him because I'm just, you know, I got to work on, obviously, like my head moving, my jabs, my fake, my uh, my fakes and stuff like that. So it's a good, good, good partner for me. And he's he's, he's got a, a lot of knowledge in MMA. So he's definitely shares it with me. And, and uh, you know, he's a cool, cool guy. So once, once me and you are done, later tonight, I'm going to message him, hey, you got to come on the Medicine Man show. I also need the verbal from you. Dennis asked for you, asked for you, you know, you got to come on the show. I think we've talked to Brandau a little bit about coming on. Oh, he's, anything I post, he likes it and like, good man, like, great, you know. I still armbar, I I, I, I still, he's like, I still armbar you. I still win by armbar. I know. Uh, (laughs) Nico, did you ever see that fight? Yeah, yeah, of course. The one, the, the one round battle. Yeah, I thought hey. I killed. I thought I, I killed a man, and he fucking armbarred me. Yeah. Trust me, shit happens. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, you do know. <laughs> I do know. So it's. I know it. It stings, but there's. Yeah, move- well, I mean, the guy is still a killer. You know, it, it's one of those like uh, guys that I've grappled with. He's so damn strong. He's really, oh. really. Strong. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a fucking so son. sick. Yeah, so sick of jujitsu. Yeah, he's very, very good. Yeah, he's he's um strong ass man. Yeah, for sure. Now, from that day forward, have you ever seen me get armbarred? Mm, I don't think so. No, you haven't been armbarred, right? Me neither. No. Yeah. It was a you know live and learn kind of deal, you know. For sure. But man, like you, you have to still follow wrestling, no? Me, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't really follow college wrestling, but I follow yeah, like it's, it's tough, like, so like championship Europeans and well, no, uh, like I mean, like like Dake and like where, like let's say you put yourself in the mix, where would you who would you, who would be your guy to get on Team USA? Uh, probably be like Yanni or um, <sighs> Zane Rutherford. Zane Rutherford. Made the world team, I think, last year. I, I wrestled him six times. I beat him all six times. Really? Um, Which is insane. Yeah. Is it, I beat him six times. Um, Yanni. Probably Yanni. I'd probably have to wrestle Yanni. But With four, that, that, that dude's a goddamn magician. For sure. I would, but I would I've seen wrestle, you wrestle, too. 
I'd have to wrestle him for Olympics, but but uh, for Olympic trials, but for World Championships, I would probably just go seventy kilo, one fifty four. So I would be. I don't know who's at one fifty four. Would it be um, James Green? Yeah, yeah, that guy's super explosive. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so, so, but, yeah. uh, but, I, but I would. I'm dual citizen, so I I don't have to wrestle for the United States. I can go wrestle for Mexico and not. Have yeah, to, that's it. You would run through that whole fucking. You could pick any spot you want on Mexico, no? Well, even Aaron, you're talking like this still might be a thing. Are we going to see you in the Olympics, or at least going out for it? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know about the Olympics, but maybe a world championship, maybe Olympics. I don't know. I, I always keep that door open. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think because in that case, it's like if you wrestle for Mexico, it's like. I don't have to go to this. I don't have to go through that. I don't have to best out of three. It's like, like Olympic trials. Like I win. like I'm wrestling against Frank Molinero. I beat him the first match. And then it's like, you got to go wrestle best out of three, you know, like in all the other countries, it's like you win the final match, go to the Olympics, you know, like you got to go to this tournament, you go to this tournament. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a big cluster, but. Now let me know if it's the same for you. So for me, like wrestling was my, like, that was the love of my life. Yeah. MMA was like my side bitch. Like I loved yeah. her. It treated me like it did. It, it helped me for what I needed. But like wrestling was my true love. Yeah. <laughs> where are you at with like is or wrestling? Love- you get to where you're at. Where you know was wrestling your setup bitch before your. No, no, I love wrestling. To be honest with you, I, I people always say, "Oh, do you still?" I love it absolutely. It's like I truly, truly am so thankful that I wrestle. I think everybody should wrestle. Yeah. It's taught me a lot, and I and now I love it even more than I even loved it back then. But for me, I really love fighting and I love boxing. I love MMA and boxing. That's like my love, yeah. love. You know, wrestling too. <clears throat> it's great. I, I think I'm very thankful that I that I wrestled, especially. Um, now coming into MMA, but, uh, but but MMA, uh, is something that I really, really love. And I've lost three times. And after all my losses, I've loved, I've loved MMA even more, which sounds really crazy, but because it's just, I've seen a lot of your losses and like going into the fight, I'm like, no chance. Guy doesn't stand a chance. And then like, I just feel like you just get like the fuck you're doing everything perfect. And that's what I hate. About, about yeah, there's just there's little things like mentally and things like that with MMA that is it's taken me a while to adjust. But honestly, I'm really, really like studying it and adjusting it, calming my myself down because I have so many skills. I have so much power in my hands. I have all the I, my grappling oh my has gotten so 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 much better. But now it's just like Greg Jackson, Coach Gibson, and like working with like you know all the coaches there is just like just calming myself down and just using my skills. And I'm so excited because I'm like, watch my old fights to like what I'm doing now. I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's like night and day. I was just like boxing. And then like, I would want to wrestle, but then I'm like, man, my grappling is a little bit, I don't know. But since, since my last loss, I've grappled so, so much. Like people are like, when I'm going to see your grappling, like my last fight, I grappled them the whole first round. I was just landing some big elbows. And then the second round, obviously I just, landed a heavy heavy shot like i have so much power in my hands that takes one little shot you know and so, even like, yeah so i mean i i'm definitely adjusting to mma i i love it i, I really really do it's it's addicting for me and and uh, i just need time in the cage and, and experience 
So yeah. me and Stan used to do a segment where like uh, he'd have me, the vet, talk to someone like younger than me, which then we had like Rashad Evans or like Tito Ortiz. Like, what am I going to tell them? Or, yeah. But like for me to you is like in my – I don't think there's anybody that I did not take down that didn't go past the first round. I've taken down everybody. Yeah, and we're getting paid for the fight, not for the time in there. And I wish I utilized the ability to choke or end the fight with a submission and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and yeah, like, I, for example, like Jeremy Stevens, I took him down. I don't know how many times I had him on the ground, and the third round, I catch this fucking crazy like fade off knee, and he wins the fight. Which yeah. if I took him down, you know. And the four times I took him down and just finished the fucking fight, yeah. then I get the, you know what I mean? That's the one thing, because I could take that, like I said, I could take down fucking almost anybody, get the fight out of there, get it yeah. done, get it over with, take him down, get the fight over with, next. Yeah. No, for That's sure. Like one thing. Like my losses, my, my Madison Square Garden fight, like I don't really even think about, like. It's whatever. I was up at 155. I fought a guy that was like 6'2", like, six, like super tall, like whatever. He got me there. But like the Henry Corrales fight, it's like, man, I was fighting like a veteran. I knock him down in the first 13 seconds. And I just, so such inexperience, just, just dumb things that like now I'm like, oh my God, what was I freaking thinking? Like working with Greg and Greg Jackson, like, and studying tape with Coach Gibson. It's like, man, what the hell was I thinking? Like, it's just lack of inexperience. Like, give me a couple more fight, fights. like it'd be totally, totally different, you know? And like, that's the thing is I just have to stay patient, especially with him. I'll take him down, ground and pound him. Like thing is, is like he, he's fought like guys that like take him down and yeah, he gets up, but he's never fought felt top pressure like me. Like my top pressure is getting so much better. And then Adam Borks, like I get caught with a flying knee because I take a blind shot. Like what the hell? I've sparred against that guy. That guy's fucking super tough. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, like I said, I, I saw him fight Darian Cole. I was like, I already know what's gonna happen. I already laid out the blueprint. Blueprint. Just take him down and uh, and, and submit him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If I, I, if I was to fight him again, which I would love, like I just know he's gonna look for that flying knee. But that's okay. I'm just gonna just take my time. I don't care how much takedown defense that he does. You are not gonna stop my takedown if I get a hold right. of your leg. And uh, but yeah, you, he's very dangerous with the knee and stuff like that. But you can just got to study and be aware of it. So I've come a long way and, and uh, nowhere near where I ultimately want to be, but all those mistakes that I've made and it's definitely, definitely made me a, a better martial artist. And, and that's why I love it so much. Cause it's like, a, I don't think you ultimately in MMA get to where you want to be. Cause there's always something you can do, you know? Like for me, like, uh, like taking a guy down getting on top of him is like a virgin getting on top of a girl. And it's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, dude. Figure it out. Get your nice strokes. Like, so what I mean about that is I would take people down and just start instantly ground pounding and they would get away from me. Whereas yeah. I'd take them down, settle in, fucking get in there, control them, let them be like, oh shit, like I just can't get up. And yeah. then just land one. Yeah. Two, I love Let them get I, up, I, fucking trap, I, you know, while working your shit. I love it now. Like, now it's like, Especially like when you spar guys and they stop the first takedown and they, they use so much energy stopping it. It's like, well, we still got uh, three more rounds of sparring. You think I'm not going to get yeah, another? Yeah. That's mine. Okay, you stop the first one. No problem. I use my combinations, get to the inside, take you down. And then I just just love just 
wearing guys down now. That is like my favorite thing to do when they just go back to the freaking corner and they're so tired because it's like, I'm not trying to be cocky, but I'm not going to get tired. There's no way I'm going to get tired. I freaking. And and I I don't want to insult you, but you have the power to just fight over. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of wrestlers, really high-end wrestlers, like, that's way easier than wrestling. So they get away from wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, Aaron Woodley, like, well, even that was your shit. Menace, you verse it. It's happened to Pico. It's happened to you. It's the, the Jeremy Stevens fight. You weren't getting fucked up when you got caught. You were smelling blood. You were fucking him up, stalking him, and then you just got clipped. That like yeah. disgusting game of inches, and that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely have fallen in love with my boxing because that's one thing that I love. But MMA is a different beast. That's not going to be that. That is no, not going to be. It's like this, the takedowns. Yeah. The takedown. Like, yeah, that's yeah. one thing like Gregor Gillespie, I mean, I, obviously, he, I mean, he's not the champion. He's not. But like, he's like, I will shoot for 15 minutes straight. I will have that in the tank every time I fight. Even you, you saying Gregor, we could use Gregor as the example too. the fight with. Kevin Lee, right before Kevin Lee landed that punch into the he switch shot kick. shot and got stuffed. No, he landed Greg. Yeah, oh, but, that's right. He landed the perfect left hook, and Kevin Lee ate it and went, oh, you know, let me throw. He busted Kevin Lee up with the left hook. I was there. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it, it's a disgusting game of inches, but experience is how you, I guess, figure that out. Yeah. And, sometimes and he just- has a TKO. Gre- oh, knockout. Gregor! Gre- yeah, Gregor has like that eighteen-second knockout, right? Yeah, that gives you that bug. I'm sure you know. Have you ever yeah. worked with Gregor, Aaron? No, I've never worked with him. Uh, no, I'd, but I would love to. I would love to. I mean, like I said, that's the thing about me and my mindset with MMA is like I'll go with anybody, everywhere. Like especially with training, it's just like I've met so many people, traveled and. uh you know, being with my the manager Ali, I've traveled a lot. Like to like, I've been to like you know uh, New York City, El Khabib, and Islam. I just I love MMA. I just love trying How my stuff. Go? How's wrestling between you and Khabib go? We've grappled a little bit, yeah. We've grappled and stuff, and and uh, he's, man, he's strong. He's very very strong. But who was I getting always, them takedowns? You felt you felt uh, from all yeah, the I, I never talk about training with any with no partners. That's like that's like. Good etiquette. Good etiquette. Yeah. So, but I can say though, those guys from Dagestan are very, very tough because I've traveled there many, many times. Like I know those guys well, and um, people are always like, "Oh man, what's the secret?" You know, like they're just up in Russia. Like man, they're just different. Oh, there's nothing's different. That they just their life is very, very simple. They, you know, they pray, they go train, they chill, they go train, and and they have um, very, very good. Coaches that just yeah focus coaches that dedicate their their life to producing champions you know they don't really have like a lot of distractions and they're not trying to like go crazy on this this and that they just live a very very simple life and they train their ass off like it's not like they're more scary yeah they're more scary because they go and beat the shit out of people but it's not like they're doing something extraordinary and they're doing this it's like you know, half the time they have a wrestling mat, they have ropes, and they freaking run, climb ropes, and they wrestle. And that's why they're so good. And they have coaches that are paid by the 
by the the country, by the city, and to be professional coaches, and that's why they they're at the level that they're at, you know. And the same yeah. goes with. So yeah. there is no there's, there's no secret to anybody being good other than that, that they just work their ass off. So and wait, you yeah, ever, you ever see that video in Dagestan where Khabib was like swimming against the current upstream? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is, is like we have us as Amer- like Americans have this all the best technology and this and that and. And uh, sometimes just keeping it very, very simple, uh, you know, simple exercises make it strong and make you strong. And, and uh, yeah, for sure, they they, uh, right. they just keep fuck it simple. Here. Hang on, because, Aaron, what the fuck were you doing to be that good at that young? There's, I don't, there's something, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I've watched you work. I've, <laughs> I've examined your body head to toe. I've never yeah. talked to you in person. And I don't yeah. know who you hang out with or like who's surrounding you, but like <laughs> I live a boring life. <laughs> no, that's probably it. Yeah, I live, honestly, I don't honestly I don't do much to be honest with you. People are like, I what about this. when you were younger? I don't. I'm trying to honestly. When I was younger, I I just trained. I've always I've always dedicated my life to what I was doing and, and uh, it's, I'm not talking like, Oh, I will, this is the right thing to say. No, I've honestly, from like 12 years old to like 17, 18, honestly, I, I was training. I was up at four thirty every single day for like maybe five, six years straight going six days a week, strength and conditioning. And, uh, and just wrestling. That's all I did. Maybe was I probably overtrained cause I would go like all the time and, and I was training constantly, but in my mind, I felt, I can I outwork everybody. So going into a wrestling match, I was like, this guy didn't wake up at four thirty. He didn't. He's not eating as good as me. I just had that my that mindset, and it's like I didn't do anything crazy other than just work my ass off. Like that's that's just the mentality I have. I just I'm just gonna figure out a way. I'm gonna surround myself with the best team, and ultimately it's up to me to put in the work. And I gotta you go. You had out. like the best of the best trainers in wrestling growing up. No, like the best private I, lessons and shit. No. I, we had so I had one guy that like wrestling as a kid. I always had just like the local coaches and uh, um, there's a guy Ruben Valencia. His kids wrestle for Arizona State. They're NCAA champions and stuff. And we grew up in the same neighborhood. And, and we just oh, honestly, and his son grew up to be a fucking ass beater. Yeah, so we just, just recently trained in a garage. We called it Monster Garage. We uh, would go in the garage, and his dad was never a wrestler, never a big time wrestler. And uh, we would just, he would look at videos. We'd get college wrestling guys to show us moves. And we just literally worked. We'd go all around the country. We won everything because we just, we worked. Then I met my coach, Valentin, who's from yeah. the Soviet Union. And uh, he said, man, there's a different level of wrestling out there. You know, world championships, European. And he's like, we need to go to Dagestan. You, you want to see some high level wrestling? We'll go to Dagestan. So I made a world team. I won a world championship. And then. I started traveling from there and just started seeing seeing the world. So, but the thing is, Aaron, like, what? What was your, like, because the thing is, like, my father, I wanted to be a state champion in the worst way. And my <laughs> dad would look at me like I had two heads. Like, I offered you 50 bucks to shovel the whole driveway, but you're gonna go work out. Like, I don't. Yeah, you know, like if me and you were in the same county, we probably would have been best friends. Like I used to drive one hour up to Albany, 
for wrestling practice for one hour and then drive back. And that was after my own wrestling practice. That was after football practice. I would wake yeah. up. At, I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning, run to my high school to lift and or yeah. train wrestling. Yeah, like me and you would have been fucking bros for sure. Probably would have. I just yeah. didn't have probably the level of training you you did. I don't or I don't know. Yeah, I don't only, know. It was only me by myself. Yeah, people always ask me that. Like, oh, it, I mean, I just entered. I just entered my name in the, in the tournament. Did what I had to do and showed up and competed, and it worked out in my favor a lot of the times. And yeah, I don't know. Like, right, I didn't even know Fargo existed. I didn't even know what Fargo was until after I was a senior, and oh, I missed wow. the opportunity. Like uh, that's okay. how like. My like where I grew up was like I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron, like, how many times did you win Fargo? Five. Did, <laughs> did you have like a wrestling dad? Me? Yeah. No, my wrestled. My dad didn't wrestle at all. Actually, it's funny how I started wrestling. My brother. Brother? Yeah, I have a brother. My brother was driving. Did he wrestle? Yeah, he wrestled, but he he liked it, but he was just not really into it, like how I was. But uh. <laughs> Um, but no, my dad didn't wrestle. My he's brother, older. Was not, huh? Your brother's yeah, older, four, four years older. So, so he started wrestling. Then I shortly after I started wrestling. So, yeah, so that's amazing dad. because my older brother's five years older than me. He set like little records, like when there was like the school like mile time. I'm like, I'm gonna beat that. Or you yeah. know, he he was really good at football. Like, I'm gonna be better than you. Yeah. It was like I couldn't compete against him because we were so far in age. Yeah. But he left like a ghost that was like, all right, I'm going to fuck that shit up. Yeah. Probably similar yeah. for you, no? Uh, no, honestly, no, not really. I think I, my brother is like a big influence. Like when I was younger, you know, I just always wanted to do what he was doing. So, so um, yeah, if he was riding a bike, I wanted to go ride a bike. He was wrestling, I wanted yeah. to wrestle. So we never really like, I my brother and I were never like like that like oh like he won so I gotta win two of them it was just like uh honestly my brother beats me in everything other than wrestling and uh, fighting but anything other than uh, anything other than that my brother's well, a better way basketball hockey soccer yeah. riding a dirt bike uh, riding a skateboard he's just all around better athlete just, than you, I you guys have good genetics like me and my brothers like I'd be training for a fight I'd be like yo Jay. Want to come for a run for me? Like, all right, we do five miles, and he'd be on my shit the whole time. I'm like, yo, you don't even run. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah. So it's like the natural instinct of competing. Same thing, yeah. with my old brother. My old brother smokes weed. He's five years older than me. He's gonna bump me. I'm like, yo, D, let's go run this mountain. I'm like, all right. Like, I actually had to like dig deep to like start losing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and things like that. Like, I'm better. Like, but other than like, you know dirt bikes bicycle skateboards and stuff video games my brother crushes me and everything but stuff like that like if you say go run up that hill and just don't stop until i'll outwork it and i'll freaking i'll probably be dead and he'll be like oh, i'm tired but you know so, so we're a little how aspect. many brothers do you have i only have one brother okay just brother. an older brother yeah so i'm like man are we the same person because i'm the middle brother okay I so my older brother is probably the most athletic in terms of just naturally doing shit, being fast, endurance. I work the hardest. 
Then my yeah. youngest brother has probably the best build out of all three of us in terms of being athletic. Like he's a little bit taller, a little bit wider, long, a little bit longer limbs. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I only one brother, but but uh, yeah, he's he's. Man, I had Does he ride horses too? No, no, he's into dirt bikes and stuff. Well, I like riding, riding horses, right? Huh? You'll, you'll kick the shit out of him riding horses. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's like my that's like my thing. But he's good at dirt bikes and stuff. We ride, <clears throat> we ride together and stuff. And where's he live? Is he still in Cali or he? Yeah, he's in L.A. Yeah, with okay. Um, um, so yeah, yeah, he's he's good at all that other stuff. Way, but not riding horses, not wrestling, and not fighting. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah. but it's good. But you play video games or what? Um, I yeah, I do. The only the only pl- the only game that I play, I only have an Xbox 360, and I play uh, zombies. Wow. That's what I play. Yeah, that's all. all that's the zombies. Game. Yeah, zombies. Yeah. Like you have enough money. Have you thought about updating? Uh, no. Nah, I just I don't like any other games other than zombies. World at War. Yeah, that's all I play. That's you all I never, you, you didn't update. You don't know if you like other games. You silly I, dude. Well, I've done like Modern Warfare and stuff like that, but I'm like I've done like Black Ops and stuff. But it's, all right, here's the move, Aaron. Bro, you the buy, wait, the move, the move, man, is still is The Last of Us. That game that Shane Burgos recommended. Bro, it looks fucking good. Yeah, like it's a zombie game. Yeah, it's like a new Resident Evil, if you will. Yeah, I love co or yeah, it's the bad. I don't know. I well, I'm trying to talk Aaron Pico in the body of PS5 so me and him can squat up. Like, you don't play with other people. You only play by yourself? No, no, no. My girlfriend and I just play zombies. That's like our that's like our thing. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, you, got, you got your Hang lady on. gaming. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, yeah but you don't play online with other people? No, no, I don't play. Well, I obviously, play. you never have. No, I have played. Yeah, I've, of course I've played. Like, but it's not like it's not online something. with other people. Yeah, it's like whatever you know. I'm like, a, I just like zombies. Oh, it's Listen, so, it's so I don't addicting. want to fuck your life up because this could be the one thing you're like, "Yep, I'm in." Is like yeah. me and you. Like, I'm here in New York. You're in New Mexico. I'm like, oh, Aaron, let's squat up. You yeah, know? me and you. I'm like, Aaron, he's over here to your left. You're fucking. Like, Aaron, I'm, I'm, I'm on your six. Like, fuck. God damn it, Aaron. Where were you? Or, or me and you were just smashing people. I'm like, Aaron, I'm on Kill Street. You're like, I'm on, I'm bloodthirsty. I'm like, what? And we're just killing people. And we're talking about fucking training and, you know. Yeah. I, I, last night. I mean, it could be a really good time. I, I might, I might, I might have to upgrade for sure. Because here's, here's the thing. There's a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Like you could be you could be streaming on Twitch and you're playing anyways. And the, the thing is, is it's an escape from reality of training. For sure, for sure. You know, you know who plays games a lot is Greg Jackson. Oh really? Word. Yeah, he plays video games a lot. Hey, when you see take, Greg, take him out of that knows who I am. But he doesn't play online. All he does is play story mode. Like he'll go get a game and play like okay. story mode. That's like okay. his thing him out of his takes him out of like thinking about training this and that so he's uh he's a big gamer into like just story mode like aaron uh, i'm going to dm you my number 
Main uh-huh. you're gonna be direct contact. I need yeah. I need we need to get Greg Jackson on the on the show. Okay, okay. I'll I'll you ask know? him for, Yeah, he's an interesting like, guy. I love him. He's really helped me out with my mental game strategy and, and fighting is I he's he's a one of a kind for sure. He's definitely we were one of talking a, about corners and stuff like that. He's one of those guys that like talks you at the right tone and tells you exactly what like he calms you down, he puts you in this like I listen like when he corners people and they it goes this corner, I'm like He knows his guys he, really he's well. Actually a genius. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, and I'm very thankful. I get to spend a lot of time with him and get a lot of um, input. And I ask him a ton of questions. That's one thing I do. I ask because I'm so like GSP is you're my a, favorite. You're friend. a perfectionist. Yeah, I'm, I'm constantly wrestling to the highest yeah. level. There, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I think he gets he never, never, never gets tired of me asking GSP questions. So I'm very thankful because I'm like. I don't care. That's I'm not very much like a fanboy like other people, but GSP is like my one guy where I really, really look up to. He's even my screensaver on my phone because I, I why just, is I, that? I just like his whole approach. I love his fighting style. I love his whole approach to his game, to the to the martial arts, and he's honestly, honestly, the reason why I started MMA is because of GSP. I'm like, I really, really like like him. I want to be like that guy. So that's why. If, Back to the question that like why is MMA GSP, yeah, that's like wow. my fleet and uh, one guy I really really respect and look up to. So man, this is like well, why we're gonna the, clip why the that. We're gonna get GSP, and that's how yeah. we're gonna get. Well, my mind's blown because he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't. He used wrestling to win a fucking ton of fights, but he's not. That's not his background. Which is I'm like yeah. Huh. I always yeah. heard though in like practice and in the room he could hang with some of the best guys on well, like he he was if there was rumors he was thinking about going out for the Canadian He did team. he did I believe and I think he lost in the qualifiers if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he honestly there's so many good wrestlers out there that would beat him and stuff like that, but going into MMA he's a different beast. It's just splendid it so well. Yeah, and then Unlike Aaron, I lost to a Canadian up in the Canadian Cup. Yeah. A? A? A. A? You wrestled in the Canadian Cup, Aaron? No, I never did. I never no. wrestled. No, but that's a good tournament. That's an international tournament, yeah? Yeah, I lost to like some dude from Canada, some dude from Korea somehow. But all, both by one point. Oh, that's the worst. Oh. No, but the worst is when you lose on criteria. <laughs> Oh, I bet. We're like, that's they how, had the last takedown. You know, it's 1-1. One, one. To go to the Olympics, I lost 4-4. Oh. I was down 4-0. I was down 4-0. This gets me fired up. Down 4-0. I work my ass off. I beating Frank Molinero. He's in the clinch like, <sighs> tired. Boom. Tied up 4-4. Match ends. He wins on criteria. It's just it's bullshit. I don't get what, it. But. Was he, what, he went... Take down to a, a a turn. He threw me. He threw me for four, and I got four takedowns. Isn't it five? Me. How's it four? He got me in a headlock. Threw me four. I think. I think it might have been a, like, yeah, four. It was a four oh, pointer. Because you went across your back, and he got on top. So you got the takedown yeah. plus the back exposure. Yeah. So um. So yeah. But so then, how'd I, you get your four points? Uh, I think I took him down twice. Took him down twice. I don't have to re- I have to rewatch it. I took him down twice or I might have t- 
down twice and pushed him out twice. I'm not sure, but anyways. Yeah, he- if you if you wrestle Frank Molinaro in a month from now, who wins? Um, like if I train, if I get to train, how rusty are you? Yeah, I I would win. I would. Yeah, because the thing is, like, is he is he's <laughs> retired? No, did he retire? I would win is because I wrestled him as a boy. I was 18 years old, like a boy strength. My strength that I've had that I've he's a great wrestler. I have nothing but I'm not I have respect, but I was I was a you know what I mean I was young. I mean I had I didn't have the strength that he has and uh the, Oh my god. I think Jack he's called the Hulk for a reason. The guy goddamn looks like a fucking miniature yeah. ape. The thing now, is, is like I've been away from the sport, but I've actually gotten I've gotten better at wrestling because I've gone and wrestled with the guys from up in New York City, like Chimizos and um, guys that come from inter- from all over the world, and I'm there, yeah. I'm there, you know what I mean? And that's wrestling a couple times a week or once a week, twice a week. Just yeah. my strength, my, my my mental game has gotten a lot, lot better. Things that I used to think about when I was 18, like I have to do this, I have to do this. It's like what was I thinking? Why didn't I just relax? Aaron, but it just time, you know, it comes with time. Is, is there, there's this weird strength in wrestling when you're not competing in wrestling anymore, but you, you somehow go from here to like here. Am I wrong? Say that again. Say that again. There's this weird, something happens very weird where like you're competing, you're competing, you're competing, you stop competing, right? You're here. Yeah. Then when you go to just fuck around, you're here. Oh, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely insane. No, you it's become really, like it's really, five times better when you're not competing anymore. It's just crazy, yeah. Because I'll go put on a pair of wrestling shoes and go wrestle, and it's like, oh, this guy took third NCAA. Like, oh, okay, and you just freaking take him down twenty times. Well, that no fucks given. It's true in jujitsu too, because what happens? Yeah. I have the mentality or the, the science of it is you go yeah. to your moves. Where yeah, when I, you're when you're training every day, you'll kind of fuck around a little bit. You'll play with some shit. When you take a little time off and you come back, it's like, nope, I'm going with my bread and butter shit. My shit that's like I've I've been there too, Stan, but with wrestling, like you'll you'll watch guys yeah. wrestle every day and they're competing. They're you know they're training for the NCAA's or Worlds or whatever, and they you know they get they get very good. Then they become a coach and they're not competing. And they're just oh, fucking oh. up like world champions. You're like, what? Coaching changes Why a lot. Run again? Yeah, coaching think, changes a lot. I think it's just being. Yeah. I think it's relaxed. You know, you go into like yeah. a go to like a practice. You're just relaxed. Like the thing is, is like I go into a practice now, like wrestling, and I'm like, man, if I get taken down, ah, it's not a big deal. And most of the time, when I go with that mentality, I never get taken down. I'm my body just so like loose. It's like a guy gets it on a leg, I fight it, boom, and <clears throat> I've gotten a lot, a lot better. So. So real quick, so like you've never wrestled one match for money, right? No, I've never. Uh, no, I uh, have. I wrestled friend Metcalf like uh, like maybe 2014 for some money. Well, so, hey, my, yeah. you know Jesse Jansen? Who? Jesse Jansen beat the streets. I don't know him. Uh, I mean, I probably have you met know, him, but you know Harvard national champion at 1.9, Jesse Jansen. The crab ride master from Long nah. Island. All right. Nah. Well, you've no, heard, you've, anyways, you've heard he of knows beat the exactly streets. who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. You, know. you know, beat the streets. Of course. He organizes that. Okay. And he hit me up the other day looking for like, yo, man, 
you know, you think, you know, do you know any wrestlers that would want to wrestle some like uh high-end wrestler? Do you know I mean MMA guys that wrestle high-end wrestlers? I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'll I'll ask I'll ask Ally, Ally Quinta, I'll ask Aljo, uh, which I still have to do that. Now you got the guy though. You're speaking to one of the guys. Now we have the guy that would yeah. put it on those high-end guys. For sure. I, I would definitely love to go in there and compete. I would definitely love to compete, but I want to get to good solid training camp. Definitely. Sure. Like, but you, your... you don't have anything going on right now, right? Well, yeah, what's the move uh, with Bellator right now? We're waiting on some news, so I, I, there should be some news shortly. I'm not sure when, but uh, but I'm just I, – I, only thing I could say is I'm staying ready and, uh, and yeah. we should be. Well, but, listen. But, uh, but yeah, I would love to. Like The thing is, is I love it. I, I love wrestling and I love competing. I, I when it makes sense for me to 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 be able to say, okay, I get a month and a half to just go to New York City, or I fly to Dagestan, training in, of course I would go wrestle with one of these guys. Of course I would, yeah. you know. Hey, we you just go out there and compete, and I, I'm very very confident in my skill sets and my strength, and I know I can do very very well. I know I can do very very well. Yeah, I'll put I'll put you in touch with uh, Jesse Jansen. He's hang on, he's got a whole he wrestled international. Guy's a freak. Three time, uh, all, he, three time All American, national champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah he uh, at, world championships or or was he on an Olympic world team or he lost the he lost the match to get on the Olympic team. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sure there's so many legit wrestlers out there. It's I think crazy. he lost to Doug Schwab, maybe. Okay, yeah, then yeah, Doug, Doug Schwab. He was um, on he was on the Olympic team, yeah. Or it's yeah, he's like right, or I think they like went one and one, and complete stud. He was in New York, which is a hard wrestling state. He went, and yeah, he's he's got a yeah, he's. I'm just I I'm I'm I feel bad that I don't know who he is, but well, there's a lot of guys like that that are amazing. Yeah, hang on, when I was in high school, he was like my idol. I graduated in '05. I'm sure you have that guy from California that we never heard of. For sure, yeah. Yeah, who was that. like the wrestler, you know? I bet you probably never heard of Stan. Eh, you, you, you might have never heard of him either. If Aaron Pico never heard of Jansen, it happens. Well, there's... Well, he knows who Brands is. I guess there's... Yeah. There's levels. Yeah. But Aaron, uh, you see what we're doing here. We're, uh, we just like to shoot the shit with guys. We talk some fighting. We talk some life, video games, girls. You got the girls. So we, we want it to be like, you know, what are you working with over there? You got like a... An LA ten, oh. a, a New Mexico five. Like I don't know what the what the scale is over there. No, no, I got I got my girl. I'm good. Oh no, if I'm she's good. from LA, I'm sure she's a smoke show. But if she was from New Mexico, it's like oh, it's a, the, the scale's a little skewed. <laughs> There's but, beautiful girls. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, you know how it is. We just like to shoot the shit. We talk some fighting. So now you're a big fight fan. Like you watch everything. I do. I, yeah, I do. I, I'm very into it now. Like. Uh, yeah, I try to watch all the fights when I can. So, yeah, I have. Uh, I, I'm constantly watching video and and uh, just just watching all kinds of fights. So that's something that I'm doing. I'm watching like four or five fights a day. A lot. I watch a lot. So Ali's in like a sticky situation right now. He's got a lot of his guys about to fight, particularly two two fifty one. He's got Usman versus Burns. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like he did his job. He, you know, he's his guys are in the in, are fighting for a title, and 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 now he can just sit back and relax and may, may let the 
let the the best man win. You know, they're both getting paid good money, and just, hey, he got him to that point. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Like even that. I know Ali's your manager, dominance MMA. He's one of those guys who, because of like the McGregor shit and whatnot, he catches a bad rap. But the guy's a G. In the gym, yeah. whenever you talk to him, that guy's like one of the one of the unheralded legends of MMA. People don't even realize because they put him in like a weird category. Honestly, Ali is one of the greatest uh, human oh. beings on the great guy. Honestly, yeah. he's taking me under under his wing and it's helping me out. And that's a lot of things that the people, you know, will talk shit on the internet and say this and that. But until you're around him and you see the things that he does for his fighters, not just his fighters, people out in the in, in the community that you never really see, he's uh, definitely a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Um, he has a heart of gold. He really does. I've seen him do a lot of things that, that for people that I that that I'm just like, wow, he's, he's a he's a good guy, you know. He's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of money. He helps a lot of people out, and uh, and is willing to die for his fighters. And in this game, you need a guy that that will um, exactly that. Will that. Like people yeah. give him shit. Tell me another manager that's going to get into a fist fight for you. Yeah. Tell me sure. another I mean, another manager that's going to get on the mat and train with you. You know what I mean? Have you, Aaron? Have you rolled with him? Yeah, I've rolled with Ali, yeah. He's a freak! Yeah, he's strong. He's very, very strong. And he's a guy that loves the game. He knows, understands fighting. He knows um, what's right for his fighters and bringing, up, bringing them up the right way. And uh, Good guy, man. I, I mean, we, we, all have our, we all have our faults and we all have our, our, our things that we're not, we're not perfect people, you know? So, of course, yeah, we're going to make mistakes. And uh, that's just life. If you never made mistakes, then... Fuck, I don't know what to tell you. You're just perfect, but nobody's perfect. Yeah. So, and even that, like people hate on Ali. I've talked to some very prominent fighters that are like, "Nope, yeah. legit, he submitted me." And I'm like, "Really?" They're like, "Yeah, he fucking <laughs> submitted me. He's yeah. legit." For sure. Yeah, I've rolled him. <laughs> Ali has never submitted me, so yeah, I'm still waiting for him to submit me. But really. But, no, he's never submitted me. I'm telling. I'm telling you that. Yeah, I went with him one time in Henzo's. And I tapped him, and then, dude, he went berserk, and I was like, oh, "He's definitely pissed off." Like it tap got wild quick. Did he tap you? I think he. Did. I think you know when someone's like, they're going so hard that you're like, "Dude, this isn't." I don't know, like. Either we get into a fist fight or like, okay, you can have one too. And like, it turned more to those. Cause like, Henzo's isn't my like gym. I was a guest there kind of deal. For so sure. when I tapped him, I, I can't confirm if he tapped me or not. You'd have to ask him, I guess. Bro, I, and I, even I, that, Henzo Gracie's not giving out black belts. He's He'll probably know. Because that guy will, if he taps you out, he will never let you down. That's one thing about Ali is yeah. he'll be for that. He tapped you. So, yeah, I'll, but no. Yeah, I'll get him next time I get him show. I'm like, Ali, did you ever tap me? And he'll, yeah, like, he'll know. He'll be like, yes, I, yes, Dennis, with this move, if he did. Yeah. 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 But no, man, honestly, I I, I think he's a great, great, great guy. So strong. Really, yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, He's a one of a kind, and there's a reason why. But the thing about dominance MMA is like, yeah, it's ran by Ali, but there's so many people that you don't know about that help that management run smoothly. That's the thing is like, just like there's who? a lot. Huh? Do I know any of them? 
I'm talking like people that are setting up interviews that people are doing the, the medical, like do, uh, setting up things, people that are like working with Ali, the, like as, assistants that work for him, you yeah. know, people like, uh, like for example, Dan Ige, who's fighting. Um, oh, love Dan. You we've know, had, like we've his, had Dan on the show. His mom helps out and things like that. And, and like, they just work. They, they're like, you know, they help this whole team, you know, run smoothly. So Ali's taking care. So then if Ali's doing good, then he's obviously there for the fighters. So there's people like behind the scenes that would probably never get recognized, but are freaking really, really help to help uh, dominance MMA. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's an army and it's good luck trying to, to, to defeat them because they've got a, they've got people, they've got people working that are genuinely, um, that love all the fighters and love the team. And, and when you're, and when you're, when, when it's like that, it's, it's very, very tough to beat. So and even Dan Ige's mom works for dominance MMA. Yeah. Uh, I, I, she's back in, 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 in Vegas helps out and stuff a little bit. And, and uh, yeah, she's, she's, she's a very, very nice lady. She's really have cool. Have I talked to her? I'm uh, sure you have. Like, she's what's around her name the, again? Paulette. Paulette? Yeah, she's. I mean, she's around the around the, the fighters and stuff. So it's like, that's yeah. awesome. she's like, she like helps out if you need help with something. Like, yeah, you know, she'll like, okay, you don't have it, I'll go run it to you, so you're not late to training or this the or best. that. And the even best. the same way, there's beef amongst fighters, and some fighters yeah. get different reputations and whatnot. I could see why there's beef amongst managers and whatnot and shit like that. But when you're, when you're the number one manager in the world, of course, obviously somebody's. Yeah. Obviously, people are going to hate you. Yeah. If you don't have yeah, haters, you're not doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aaron, so. Aaron, obviously, you're a fan of the sport, right? Of course. Of course. Like, UFC, what, 251's coming up, right, Stan? Yep. Can yeah. we get your picks? Um, I, I think Kamaru is going to win. I, I believe he's going to win. I love Gilbert Burns. I've rolled with him. And they're, stuff. Both, they're both the same management. So that's not, that has nothing to do with who you think is going to win. Yeah. I think Kamaru, I think Kamaru will win. Um, and then who else is fighting on that card? Sorry. Stan, give him, Stan, give him the matchup. So we'll start from the top. Yeah. You just got, got the main event. And then we got your weight class, Volkanovski versus Holloway. Oh, that's a tough one. I was just watching that fight. Honestly, I think Volkanovski will win the fight, the rematch. I think, I think him and his coaches, or uh, and I think Max too. But I think Volkanovski is gonna figure out what he needs to do. I think he's gonna improve since the last fight. So I think I'm taking Volkanovski. Same. And then the third, and then the other one is could be your weight class, right? You can make 35 one day, right? Or no, never. They can't make thirty five. No, absolutely not. So, I mean, have I'm you thought off. about fifty five? Huh? Have you ever thought about fifty five? Uh, not not right now. I did my first fight at fifty five. No, 55. not not. Hang on. I remember when I fought at forty five. I was like, one day yeah. I'm gonna fight at fifty five again because I make one forty five really really easy. Like really really easy. Like my, I work with a really good nutritionist and. Follow his plan, and I really, really make I make it really easy. So I'm, for me, I'm good. dude, like one sixty was like the like for me to feel like okay. One sixty was like the fucking plane, and I had to fucking legit kill myself. Like, what do we yeah. think? What do we think Aldo walks at? Um, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, maybe like I think he probably walks. He walks. He's pretty big. He's but, but that's similar to Pico, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, can I, can I tell you, can I make 135? Yeah, I probably could. But could you is perform it, awesome? Yeah, well, yeah, but could I perform? No, and like fighting is like my life. Yeah, but am I willing to put my my life at risk based on a weight cut? No, nah, absolutely not. That's not something that I'm like not trying to look forward to or like have to like drastically, drastically change my life. I, I eat good. I train well. I'm I feel good at 145. And I would not go down to 135 for what, you know, unless I was getting paid 20, 30 million dollars. Yeah, for sure. Then yeah, the money talks, but that, but nah, I'm not trying to. Now you've seen in wrestling, and this might even be why Aldo is going down. Like Aldo cannot beat Max Holloway. Yeah. So sure. like he's trying to figure it out. Like, hey, he's yeah. got a shot down here. Or like yeah. If push comes to shove, like let's say there's a guy, he just has your number. You lost him twice. Like, fuck, I just, I don't know. Every time I look at it, I just don't know. Like, is that real for you to be like, in wrestling, we used to call it ducking somebody. Yeah, nah, nah, I, I feel good. I feel good at 45. I'm going to make it work no matter what. I make it, yeah, make it I work. like it. And, uh. Well, so I, be healthier. You've never had to duck anybody your whole life, though. You've <laughs> I'm gonna have to fight the toughest guys in the world, but that's why that's why I sign up and do what I do because I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out. We'll figure like it out. It. I fucking love that about you, dude. So Aaron Pico, Jan Aldo, where you, where would you put your money? I'd put my money on Jan for yeah. sure. I think that's that's for, where we're going as well. Yeah, I love uh, Jose. Oh, I, got Jose. Jan. I got Jan. Yeah, Peter Jan is uh he's he's uh he's hungry, man. He's ready to go. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a good card. So yeah, I'm gonna go with um, Usman, um, Volkanovski, and Jan. What about Andrade versus Nami Yunus? All three um, guys he's picked so far have a very very strong wrestling background. Yeah, we, um, we, versus their opponents. Right now, I think right now Aaron's I, thinking, who's the better wrestler? Who's the better wrestler? No, Andrade or Nami I think, I think um, Thug Rose will win. I just. I think Trevor Whitman and them are probably really coming up with, you know, trying to figure out what they need to do. Um, well, she was I didn't watch the first fight until she got spiked on her head. Yeah, so I, I think, I think they're gonna, I think she'll she'll rebound from that. Thug Rose, yeah. I agree. Now the thing is, at that loss, she was like, I don't even know if I want to fight anymore. I'm thinking about retiring. Yeah, is but that dwindling I, somewhere I, in there. Because when you start thinking about retiring. But you think some? You think after losses? I mean, you think some weird shit. So oh my can't. God. After my very first loss, I was like, "I'm done with this shit. I'm oh, retired. Sure. This is fucking but, bullshit." But for sure. But then it's when you wake up the next morning and say, "Man, do I still want to do this?" And your answer is absolutely fuck yes. I want to do yeah. it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. But but wake up the next morning and you're like, "I don't want to do this ever again." Then I think it should be. You know what? Yeah. Okay, you tired. But all, after all, up, losses, we don't know that answer. Yeah, <laughs> after all my losses, I always ask myself, "Would I do it again?" And the answer is always, "Fuck yeah, I will." So, yeah. I, 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 I'm good. But until my answers, and you know, until like I said, that that uh, candle inside me is, stops burning, and I don't feel that same anymore. Is the day I'll say, "Okay, time time to go." But yeah. so last fight, but I last fight on the main card: Amanda Rebos, Paige Van Zandt. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I know Paige Van Zandt, but I don't know the other girls, so I can't. Yeah, fill him in. Rebos is I, tough. She's the one who beat Mackenzie Dern. 
Okay. Okay, I'll probably go third. Yeah, I think I think I think I'll go third for sure. And Paige yeah, give him more insight. Well, even Paige's whole thing is Paige is fighting out a contract because she wants her worth. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And she's been shoot firing subliminal shots, wearing Paramount shirts and Bellator shirts and shit on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Since you can't shit in the hand that feeds you. So the UFC is not giving her anybody easy. Well, and her husband is in Bellator, and apparently she said she makes more money posting on Instagram than she does fighting for the UFC because she's still she's had injuries and shit. She said she's on her deal from her first deal after the Ultimate Fighter, or not the Ultimate Fighter. Her her second deal, basically. So she's been on a six-fight or eight-fight deal since she was 22. How old is she now? 26. Yeah, but, I don't know. But she's a way bigger star now than she was when she was 22. Well, they put her on fighting or dancing with the stars. That's almost their own fault. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know the... Did they put her on or her management got her on? There's a the question. That's fighting. I mean, yeah, then you fight. But if you make more money doing that, then why don't you just do that? You know, like, damn, this is what I'm talking about. Remember, I was like, hey, yo, UFC. I was, sp- I was speaking to Lorenzo Fertitta. Like, you guys should have me on. Uh, uh, was it Jimmy Fallon? Ellen. No, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Fallon show. He's from my town. Two weeks later. Ronda Rousey's on a show. And then I was like, yo, you guys should have me on Dancing Star. Like, I'm Latino here. I can dance pretty good. Paige Van Zandt's on their show. I'm like, what? The- Are they taking all my ideas and just, like, putting, like, someone that they think they could do better than me? <laughs> yeah. Like, Aaron, you could fucking dance. I've seen you at the fucking Toro and the fucking, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm saying Latino heat, dude. Latino heat. I gotta take some dance lessons. I'm not very good, but I still dance. Like I don't give. I don't. You care. look amazing after you knock somebody out and you do your fucking little. I, uh, I don't even know. Honestly, I get embarrassed talking about it. But what but, do you uh, mean? That's your bread and butter. Yeah, that's. I guess that's my thing now. You know, like when I do it, I do it naturally. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I need to do it. It's just like my thing now. So yeah, that's like. But yeah, but back to dancing. Yeah, if I was done. Dancing with the stars, I would definitely need some work. If I won that thing, it would be well. That's what it is. You work with a professional fucking dancer, and you for do sure. that every day for six weeks. You're gonna be nasty. Oh, for sure. Yes, oh, and so. yo, okay. you hear about the stories of like the the like uh, celebrities banging the, the professional dancers because they're fucking smoking hot. He's got a girlfriend, Dennis. <laughs> well, I'm not saying him. I'm just I'm just talking about. Hey, you got a girlfriend too. I'm not talking about me either. Whatever, <laughs> dude. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm talking. What's it? What's the show called? Dance with the Stars. Gossip. That's all. Um, so that's what sorry. this show is going to turn into: is Dancing with the Stars gossip. I like it. Oh, man, I said I liked it. I liked it. But Aaron, yeah. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Pico, some piece of shit is fucking Stan. <laughs> I was about to be like Aaron Pico, you're the man. Thank you for the time. We're sorry if we keep you so long. This is what always happens to us. No, it's all good, brother. It's all good. I'm you all good. I'm, Aaron, I'm, I'm I know you did. Done, so I'm good. Aaron, I cannot wait till me and you are just horseback riding into the sun- sunset. Just I'm just down. Yeah, like, horses, and I'll. Do you like? Horses? I'll bring the hay. I'll buy hay and ice. <laughs> hay for the horses, ice for the beers. Hey, I'll that's, too. That, 
know you're talking my language. <laughs> We're sponsored by uh, uh, Gray South Bay Brewery. I'll bring the beers. <laughs> and then as you guys are riding horseback, Menace is like, do you like guacamole? <laughs> what? It's a line from Step Brothers when they become best friends. Oh. Like, do you like guacamole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell your lady we're gonna build fucking bunk beds in the spare bedroom. Yeah. We're gonna make things happen <laughs> here. Fun, man. It'll be fun. Yeah, just... Um, Aaron, I'm gonna DM you. We're gonna link some shit up. No worries, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank you for the time, Aaron. You're the man. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Take it Peace. easy, brother. Kid's a complete legend. Yeah, he's a fucking stud. I knew it was going to go exactly that way. I just knew too much about the man. Yeah, he. I knew he was... Even uh, though it was hard, it was tight getting them on. Yeah, I don't get that. We'll, we'll figure out those niches, but... Hey. Yeah.